the conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody exclusive. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their club. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. It was just banter. Stay off the weed. And England win on penalties. History in itself. You know, I think it's a great city. I think they got the best organization in the NBA. But they do have some big old wins. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why don't you take your pants off? Balls are fun. I understand. Come on, take it quickly, Reggie! Yeah. Yes, he's back. No money's in the fucking reserves. Listen, I ain't gonna forget about this by the time we get the motorway. Hello and welcome to episode 164 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Tom Kennett and Sean Shute. We've got three people, three different locations, so we'll see how this goes. Sean told me not to say when we're doing it on Skype, but it should be quite obvious. Sean, are you no having sleep still? <laughs> I did a podcast with you before, and you said silently raging at you. You said you didn't know I was talking to you when it was only us two on the call. <laughs> I enjoyed that podcast as well. <laughs> out well, of context, does. out of context, that sounds bad. But in context, context it was does it sound justifiable? <laughs> well, like at the start, where you were kind of talking, you're talking to the listeners, where you're like this episode we're joined by. So I thought you were still doing that. No. But when you said how you up. doing, he thought you were talking to the listeners. <laughs> yeah. No, they haven't they haven't found a way to ask me back yet, but maybe <laughs> during this uh corona period we'll do a live episode and we can have people kind of giving us feedback during. People telling us we're a disgrace for doing it. Exactly. Should you be staying Although, at home, not doing anything? Yeah. Depends could on be inf- depending could be infected on... by airwaves. Yeah. Exactly. Depending on how this episode goes, is probably whether we drop it tonight or whether we drop it on Monday. To confirm, Sean, is it 9.22 for you? Have I got that right? It is 9.22, yeah. I've mastered (laughs) these time zones here. (laughs) I mean, it's not the most complicated thing. Every every time I call my family, it's like, so what time is it there? It's like the same difference it was the last five times. In school, they make out that it's just the complete opposite. So it's 10.22 in the morning. Uh, and geography true. wasn't my strong suit. No, it's just the one hour. The You're zero, one hour ahead. Zero account of the fact that Australia is a big country and has different times as either. So it's, they're all or nothing. It's either that 12 hours difference or it's nothing. Yeah, so, I had that. Um, I had um, that yesterday actually when I called someone who was in Perth and then thought it was a normal time, but realised they were three hours behind. So I was calling them at like <laughs> 6 a.m. I'm at risk of making myself sound stupid here, but it wouldn't be the first time. I'm sure Spain and Portugal have a place on different times. What do you or mean? Or am I wrong? Like, I swear there's like an hour difference. What? Uh... Between Spain and Portugal? At least apart, because I remember when well, we went to... Be. 
Portugal all the way around, we got on this little boat to go somewhere else, and then it was a different time when your phone reset. It's possible. I know well, Spain France, looks an hour ahead of us, but it goes by East and England's a one-hour difference. So yeah, that's ridiculous as well. But alas. I don't think we're going to change that on this podcast. To be honest. Well, Troy made a off offbeat comment about getting one of the old tournaments on TV, and today it's happened. We've got plenty of people true. sacked. <laughs> but. I do have news in a week. There isn't as much news in a week due to the fact that it's only four days since our last podcast, but we still have, still have a fair amount happen. So I mean, I'll get this off. to people who are creating this because you're not yeah. supposed to be doing anything. <laughs> well, it's it's mostly Corona themed again. Go on. Anyway, unemployment is so high over coronavirus in New York that they've had to hire more workers to handle jobless claims. official nyc health guidelines advise against rim jobs during the coronavirus outbreak (laughs) (laughs) and that's official news that's a shame because people that are at home what are they what else are they gonna do (laughs) you probably want to start spicing things up as well if you get stuck with your wife for three weeks you can't tell me that you're not gonna venture that far I'm not sure if I said this on a podcast before. Some some kid I saw tweet, which is a fairly like okay comment to make, and he was like, "I'm probably going to get called all sorts here, but <laughs> I just don't see what this achieves. I don't know why this is suddenly a thing on Twitter." <laughs> and his replies were all like, "He just said he doesn't like a korma because it's too spicy. That's like the equivalent." <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> If you don't eat ass, then look, you're getting done. You've got to know. Supermarket throws out $35,000 worth of food after customer deliberately coughs on it. That's that's an arrestable offence, isn't it? Well, I don't think I have this down here, but I think it was in Brazil. They um, arrested someone on terror charges because he was coughing on people. Jesus. So he's going to get a hefty sentence. Shouldn't be there wiping his hands on people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be be fair, you you say about, I think we said that people shouldn't need to be reminded to wash their hands. I remember using some antibacterial stuff at work and this bloke going, uh, you got a thing about washing your hands? Like it's the most (laughs) outrageous thing in the world. He's gone he back into the office and said, hands. he's gone back into the office and said, I bet he doesn't even eat ass either. <laughs> <laughs> Never believe what this guy did in the toilet. Wash his hands. <laughs> oh, Steven Spielberg's 23-year-old daughter announces her new porn career. I hope he shoots it. <laughs> That's definitely every reply under the article. But we wouldn't know. We don't click the headlines. Kentucky has 39 new cases. Uh, They say one person attended a coronavirus party who was actually infected himself and spread it around the party. (laughs) (laughs) My second favourite one of the week. um, Police in Brazil used a helicopter to blow sand at beachgoers and force them home. (laughs) (laughs) That's effective. It it is. I was thinking about that. 
um, my favourite one of the week. <laughs> Panicked pilots jump out of cockpit after passenger sneezes mid-flight. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. It was on the New York Post. I was, was going to say, I feel like that should be mainstream news. That's a, <laughs> that is a crash plane. Um, shopkeeper throws chilli powder at armed robber, leaving him with nothing but sore eyes. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time someone shot curry in a pub I was in? Shot curry? So literally, there was a bloke walking along outside. He looked of the... Uh, I don't know if the, the Trump variety is right, but he looked like he was on hard times. And uh, <laughs> you thought, he will not be let in here. But anyway, he's managed to like make a break for it and get in. And he's uh, he shot through a water pistol curry at someone. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as someone's turned around and gone... Is he just shot someone with chicken tikka masala? They identified the curry. <laughs> I'm the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. You've got to be really uh, intent on that because there's got to be a point where you're filling up the pistol. You tell yourself, <laughs> like, we're doing this. What's my life come to? I'm filling a water pistol full of curry. Like oh. in that last episode. Imagine if it was a foul or a vindaloo, <laughs> <laughs> I remember my dad puts a uh, toilet roll in the fridge if he's going to have a hot curry, which he usually has a foul. <laughs> in the fridge, he puts, it in, he puts it in the fridge at the start of the morning. We, we've said before, haven't we? But people are only eating a foul to show off. No one's yeah. actually. You can't be enjoying that. I can't. Yeah, you were saying to me to get one. I was like, oh, no, I'd rather enjoy what I'm eating here and the not hot- wipe out the entire of tomorrow. No, I, I've, had a, I've tried a vindaloo and I thought that's that's a bit much. Yeah. Uh, supposedly a fat is significantly hotter, so not for me, thanks, Chief. <laughs> um, and finally, Portland Strip Club forced to close, so dancers now do delivery. <laughs> that's the future. I don't know what the delivery fee is. I mean, you're, I think it's... you're very quickly going to encroach on prostitution there, I feel, though. I think it's Two Chains owns a club in Atlanta, I'm going to say. Two Chains! <laughs> and he's... And he's uh, so there's no contact. They're coming into the club and then being given VR glasses. That's a con. So they're not infecting his women. You could actually be putting them out of work there. <laughs> because VR headsets are going to eventually be like, well, I don't need her now. I don't need to pay her a wage. I guess so, but hard times. <laughs> he's still got to pay his bills. Oh, I'm sure he's struggling, yeah. And what I've done today to make up for the lack of news of the week, despite there being a fair bit there, I've trawled the internet to gather all of the main corona slash COVID-19 conspiracy theories that are being pushed around. Okay. Some of them more ridiculous than others, but I'm sure you'll have heard several of them already. We'll get to 5G, because that's going to be one of them. So, the first one, uh, Disney Plus released COVID-19 just in time for its launch, so they feel they did that on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Which is already out in America, and they had the date set like a year in advance over here, so... That one we could rule out pretty quickly. 
according to Pre- Professor Chandra Wickham Shing- Professor Chandra Wickram Singh from the Buckingham Centre for Astrobiology. She says that COVID-19 arrived from space. They, she said it arrived via a fireball from space that burnt up in China last October. I guess it pisses on another conspiracy theory about space, though. <laughs> well, we've got a couple. <laughs> Sean I feel seems like you're getting worse quiet. as well. Yeah, Sean seems oddly quiet today. I'm well, that being reserved. I've intimidated him, <laughs> COVID-19 is, in fact, 5G attacking our brains. Even the A-list are getting involved in this theory. Kerry Hilson uh, said that it was definitely true to her 4.2 million followers. So there's that. <laughs> that that's reminding me. That's reminding me of the of the the Britney Spears thing about running the hundred meters. Did you see that? Like, in like yeah. seven point something seconds. Did you see what? this, TK? No, yeah. she claims she did it in five point seven oh, seconds. Five, that was it. Yeah. What Britney? Did you say? Yeah. <laughs> Where's this coming? Is she is she saying she did that? Yeah. yeah, she put it on her Twitter with a stopwatch thing saying, like, when you try hard, this is that you can get results. <laughs> <laughs> All these sprinters haven't been trying hard enough. Where is it? She said, I'll get a post. She said, ran my first five. Getting over your getting over your fear of pushing it in the beginning is key. Once I did that, I hit five. Usually, I ran six or seven. My first try was nine, and now I did it. Whoop whoop! A hundred meter dash in five point nine seven seconds. <laughs> She's made a lot of blokes finish quicker than that, I'm sure. <laughs> Greta Thunberg caused COVID nineteen to help with climate change. That's the hippie one, isn't it? That's the hippie school of thought. <laughs> the universe's way of telling us this is. So she's got her resources there. COVID-19 is a marketing scheme by hand sanitizer companies. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, like it's that a one. It's an absolute <laughs> You ever came up with that idea, yeah. He's released by that fucking Joe Wicks so he could just make a fortune out of kids doing <laughs> PE at home. <laughs> The government introduced the coronavirus in 2018, and Bill Gates was also somehow responsible. That's as far as that one goes. I'll tell you what, if I see one more video of people saying Bill Gates predicted this. <laughs> Imagine if on the podcast a few years ago I said, I right, can we have a virus one day? I'm like, oh, fucking Tom's a, a psychic. What's going on? Um, the, the virus is no worse than a common cold. That's one of the... Uh, theories and things that are being pushed around the internet which seems to be yeah. definitely not true <laughs> i've seen uh jordan balfour's done a video about it like on those lines and you can see it somewhere i think he put it on linkedin's where i saw it yeah. but yeah he, he, he effectively just said it's a cold everyone what's everyone panicking about we need to save the economy just let people die effectively well you know that, that sounds uh, about right you know that gary vaynerchuk there's a video of him in January doing one of his speeches um, and he goes on a rant saying that only pussies wash their hands. <laughs> and he's like, he's like strong people don't wash their hands. He's like, I can be making money in that time. You can wash oh your hands God. for the two seconds it's going to take you. 
on that basis, why is he going to the toilet full stop? He could just be shitting himself <laughs> at his desk. Could be making money whilst you're taking a shit. Uh, another common one. Coronavirus is a bioweapon engineered by the Chinese government or the CIA to wage war on America or China. I'll tell you what, if you're the CIA, I reckon you'd be sick because you get linked to every conspiracy. <laughs> so, oh, it was you. Why do, what do we even stand to gain from this? I don't know, but it was you. Well, the time they get caught out, they'll say, well, no, no, no. You blame us for everything here. Look at all the things you've blamed <laughs> us for. It wasn't us. I mean, There's... they legit did kill JFK, but that's fine. <laughs> There's a girl on my Facebook from when I wrote for Front, and she was ranting on there today saying... Uh, R.I.P. Yep, R.I.P. I actually tried looking for one of my articles the other day and they completely removed their website, so even worse. But she was going on there saying, no, think about 9-11. She was like, we know what happened there now, so I can tell you, in a few years, we'll know what definitely happened here. So there must have been a big reveal that I, I don't know about. <laughs> She thought that's what Lance Armstrong was confessing to. Yeah. This is quite a common one whenever anything happens. So there's people saying that the Simpsons predicted the coronavirus. Because the Simpsons has been on air for more than 30 years, there's obviously no shortage of elaborate plot lines that people can go down (laughs) to link just about anything to it. So on this occasion, there's a screen grab from an episode in 1993 called Marge in Chains about an outbreak of a mysterious illness with one appearing to show a newscaster delivering a report about a coronavirus. That episode is real, but it was actually focusing on an illness called the Osaka flu, which obviously is Osaka's in Japan, not China for a start. And then the screen grab that is being used to show about the Osaka flu is actually from an episode called Apocalypse Meow, not coronavirus. So this is essentially two photoshops putting two screenshots of the Simpsons together to make one image to say the Simpsons predicted this. Pathetic. People saying on Twitter that uh, if you can't hold your breath for 10 seconds without coughing, then that's uh, how to self-diagnose yourself with coronavirus. Interesting. Doctors say this isn't true. And finally... um, the outbreak is a hoax designed to prevent Brexit. <laughs> so there's yeah, that one refreshing. there as well. The Remainers will do anything. The Ramonas, I think you mean. Ramonas, yeah. So there's I've that seen people genuinely outraged. I saw a woman say that, like, oh, well, the clapping is all well and good, but you should be uh, sort of like, not voting for a party that wants to cut funds in the NHS. And she was just getting hounded. I thought, what a strange... That's not even a controversial take, is it? No, I, I saw one bloke post saying, uh, I think if you have a look down your timeline, you'll notice one person didn't upload footage of themselves clapping the NHS yesterday. Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake. I know we've just done conspiracy Did you boys? Were you boys out there clapping? No. I didn't actually think that was happening. I thought this was... <laughs> I didn't, whether it was an elaborate sort of hoax, I don't know. But I thought, nah, they're not going to actually do that. Well, I was okay. going to say, 
was there a part of you that thinks that Boris Johnson doesn't in fact have the coronavirus? Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, from what we know it to be like for people over the age of even like 40, you wouldn't be getting a suit on to address the nation. He did also say he had mild symptoms, so you could really say you had it without having anything. So it'd be, it's quite oh, it's quite convenient for him. Bearing in mind, he's in a tricky spot at the minute. You can go missing for two weeks. I'm sure yeah. if I was in a I'd like to go missing for two weeks. Yeah, but he's in a tricky situation. But have you not seen on Facebook? Um, he's actually doing a great job, and people <laughs> need to cut him some slack. Uh, he's got a stressful job. Give him a break. And the main thing saying he's doing a good job is he tried to preserve the economy for as long as possible. That's why he didn't close schools. As if that's actually <laughs> a positive. He murdered your gran, but look, he's trying to keep the economy going. So what can you do? <laughs> we do have a lot of other kind of... It's essentially one of those podcasts where everything I have in my notes from before of things that we could possibly do for a podcast... Is, are being thrown into one podcast. Got so, do you want to? What do you want to start with? Do you want to start with a question you don't know about? Might liven Sean up a bit. I am intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Right, so it, it's it's not particularly controversial, which is maybe what you might have expected when I was saying it. You did give it a big sell. You did. You gave it a massive sell. Where do busted rank on the two thousands boy band hall of fame? You didn't see that question coming, did you? I, <laughs> I didn't know. I'll give you that. First ballot, though. They're getting in yeah, straight away. I want you to say above or below to some of these. So are you putting them above NSYNC? Well, I, my question was going to be, yeah, are we, are we talking just English? Are we talking across the world? I've got so some I'm guessing we're American so as well. Tell me, yeah. Are we talking NSYNC. personal preference or are we talking... Out- I mean, are we talking for the resume? Hall of Fame? For the Hall of Fame, you get your vote, but ultimately, ultimately, it doesn't mean that your one vote is going to be the decider. So, I guess in the Hall of Fame, you can make the case for them and hope to sway some. Because look, they're they're filling up the O2 Arena, but we're going to Vegas with Vencing. You know, this is a different kind of Yeah. Thing. Well, I think we're going to have um, Brad Dobbin on the podcast next week, and he is an NSYNC super fan. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I'm not joking. That's, yeah, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> like he said, he said argue, it to me once. It caught me off guard. That's quite a little quirk that I didn't expect to him. I'd argue NSYNC were better without JT. <sighs> That's <Fuck> ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's the argument that when you sell your best player and you work better as a team, you reinvest. It's that same argument with NSYNC. Yeah, look, when Spurs had no Kane... Had a good run of results. So. Yeah. Westlife, Westlife without Brian McFadden. But who did NSYNC? Well, no. And who did NSYNC invest in? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't spend a Coutinho money themselves. <laughs> they, they invested in themselves. Well, what you've missed out there, Brian, is that they, their biggest, their best signing was keeping what they already had. That's what you're struggling to understand. Yeah. yeah. Again. They all got a contract again. Yeah. All right. I'll, Spurs I'll had the best this. window. NSYNC had the best. Next single. Yeah, I, I think I've got to have NSYNC above them. 
I'll, I'll word this one. I see that. Busted's got more bangers, I'd say. Personally, I this, have Busted, yeah. This So if we put Busted alongside the Backstreet Boys here, and if we okay. take away the kind of standing of them in the public eye, if you have a tally chart, you're going through each of their discographies and you put a tally each time you come across a certified banger, who lines up more? Hmm. Between Busted and Backstreet Boys? Yeah. Oh, I think Busted are having them. Well, Backstreet Boys have got... I can think of... So there's As Long As You Love Me, I Want It That Way, and um, Backstreet's Back. No, what is, is it called Backstreet's Back? We know that that's it's the song. Everybody, every, and then everybody, everybody, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's the song. So those are three strong contenders. And then what... Busted, you'd have what I go to school for, year 3000. Crash the wedding. Crash the wedding. They're probably the three that go. Don't forget who's David. Those three against each other. Don't yeah, exactly. Who's so then, is, would you say it's the equivalent no? of, um, yeah. Is it the equivalent of uh, Busted have been raking in the FA Cups, whereas Backstreet Boys, they've won less trophies, but they've got a Premier League and they've got a Champions League in there as well. Yeah, that's probably a good, that's probably a good comparison. Well, yeah. uh, well, well, I've got so five were next on the list, and I, I think people might have some contention over this, but five really—they've uh, got hits, but they don't—they don't have a lot. Of, they don't have a lot of hits. Five, five would be like when Blackburn won the league, I reckon, when they won that with like <laughs> yeah. keep on moving. They did not keep on moving. Uh, moving down. Well, they have Keep On Moving and Just Dance, isn't it? They're the two main ones. Which Is are both them that released legitimate. their own version of We Will Rock You? Oh, Jesus. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. Because I'm pretty sure we had it on CD single. <laughs> Never get those couple of singles my man Abs had from that, that band. He had a couple of little tunes. I do not, feel, I do not remember those songs. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you heard him. Uh, yeah, I forgot them as well. Come on, give me what you get, because I'm everything that she... Yeah, don't worry, oh, I'm not I know that. Yeah. So they've they've got some good they've got some good ones on there. It does fall off a cliff with them, doesn't it? You've got a couple of ones, <laughs> and then after that, it's fourth. It's yeah, all about longevity. You need longevity as well. Essentially, what I've said, 2000s year with the late 90s come into it. They all hey, look, put if, a song out in the 2000s. I'll tell you, a band doesn't get talked about enough if you won that genre at Westlife. They, are, they had a few in there. Well, they were two down on the list, so we were going to get to them. Oh, now, if well, you if you want a guy who went off to have a great solo career, Brian McFadden. Oh, don't, don't talk to me about Brian McFadden. He's got that hit. I hate that song. What? I don't even know what song he's got. I really hate because Byron plays it. <laughs> Real to me. Real <laughs> to me. Uh, no, I don't know. I'll have to play it after this pod. It is shite. And he says, sip some English tea. <laughs> he was probably the worst one in the band. I don't know what gave him ideas. No. Well, he had the... Was that was he with Kerry Katona before? He was, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, but and then they broke. Maybe they broke. Maybe it was kind of like a. a they were trying to be posh and Bex. Oh Christ! 
she would have been seen as a bit of a trophy at the time as well. What? She would have been, yeah. <laughs> then she had the spin-off shows. Kept on. It all went downhill after I'm a celeb, didn't it? ITV2 realised they couldn't play Green Street in Tokyo Drift every night. <laughs> so Kerry Catone had to fill a gap. <laughs> we'll, see t- we'll see Kerry bagged up, see what she's going to do next. <laughs> do you think McFly get a bit disrespected because they followed on from Busted? Oh, look, I think, I think really they can go toe-to-toe with Busted for me. For me. That's disrespectful to Busted, I think. I think we discussed previously on the pod, though, I was maybe the original hipster in terms of I resisted liking Busted. Because everybody wow. else loved them. So I was like, no, 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 I don't like them. And uh, yeah. obviously, as you get older, you realise, look, there were some bangers there. Who was your favourite member? For who, Busted or? Yeah, Busted. <sighs> mine, was, mine was James. Fuck's sake. This is probably, the, probably not. <laughs> that tells I'm me saying, a lot about that. I'm not even saying it as a wind-up. Like, that was genuinely it. I don't <laughs> really know why. <laughs> I think Charlie took himself a bit too seriously, so I'll go for uh, I'll go for Matt, the one with pretty much no talent. Charlie was my number one, so we, we could have the band here. Well, you've got the band <laughs> sorted. Actually, it worked out well with my brothers as well, so. And then nice. Charlie tried to go off and do his own thing. Didn't work. Yeah. Got ideas about his station, didn't he? <laughs> and then Matt Willis went on. Hey Kid was a great song. Was on the theme song for um, John Tucker Must Die in the UK. And then oh. bagged Emma Willis, who wears trousers to look like she has more authority. <laughs> and that's she does have authority, cracks. though. But just, is it not just... because of the trousers? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you said intimidated because of the child. I'm sure you did. Yeah, it, why is she? She is. She is a bit intimidating. What? If you swapped it and it wasn't trousers, it wouldn't have the same effect. I bet. I bet the short hair came after the trousers because I bet the trousers empowered the haircut. What? <laughs> and if you I asked her, I bet she'd clarify that as well. Have you ever seen her without trousers? I'm trying to think. I don't think I have. <laughs> I don't think she's ever been on TV without trousers. No. We've stuff. No. It's like um, the policeman has to be ready to show you his badge if you ask. And so she's got to have them trousers because you can't just pop, pop them on quickly. You've got to have that and you've got to maintain your authority at all times. <laughs> For fuck's sake. If you're, if, oh, if you're in, with a skirt. <laughs> if, if you're in a prison... And, Emma uh, Willis upskirt is what you're Googling. <laughs> For fuck's sake. If, if you're in a prison and you're the hardest man there, but then all of a sudden, the Kardashians comes on the TV and you take the remote and you want to sit and watch that. You're going to lose a bit of your mystique. And she's learnt that. I have no idea how those two correlate. I mean, I mean it's absolutely you true were, what you say, but that is in no way relevant. You were always more of a Davina McCall. So this was like the stepmom coming in after. And so you've never truly accepted her for that. 
I thought she was a nice woman. You said she was a bit scary for you and all this. She but is. That, you are you are right though. I was uh, I was a bit of a fan of Zuni McCall. She was half decent. The pause. <laughs> she loves doing that pause. <laughs> <laughs> Davina McCall or Claudia Winkleman? Oh. Davina. My heart says my heart says Davina there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think both have got some issues though. I think both have got some baggage you'd be dealing with there. Yeah. We'll carry on. So Will <laughs> McFly still. McFly did have some bangers. Uh obviously. It's probably All my about you. McFly song. Obviously they've got some bangers. <laughs> The breakthrough song, Five Colours in a Hair, you know what? Gets I don't think it gets to yeah, the now. I'm sure Everybody a did want to know her name. <laughs> Star Girl as well. Yep. Yeah, like I said, I think they can go toe to toe with Busted. We probably should have waited to have Brad Dobbin on for this episode. He'd have he'd have let us he'd have let us be on the curtain here and given us some boy band secrets. He said, listen, I shut the fuck up. Let me tell you about NSYNC. <laughs> Stop talking about these fucking mod bands. I was trying to find it, because I know Davina McCall recently had a tweet that went viral, and I can't remember what it was, but she tweets too much for me to see. All right, Westlife. How, how are you ranking Westlife compared to uh, Busted? I think it's more socially acceptable to listen to Busted. Probably. I resent that as well. No, I Westlife West West probably got a better overall resume. Sean's talking about longevity. That's, yeah. They're like Ryan Giggs. They are. But yeah, stay, take, take that they stay, that. They've spanned a lot. Yeah, I'd say take that probably more. Because they, they, they had some dodgy years in between that. But Westlife <laughs> maintained a consistent high level. Have yeah. they? Yeah. Oh, they, they did. They did. They had a good... They had a good run, didn't they? Yeah, but they're like Roy Jones now. They're, they're trying to carry on when everyone's telling them. Oh, the yeah, up. yeah, yeah. But if we're just talking about the 2000s, from like 2000 to 2010, World of Their Own was famously the first single I bought. <laughs> That's an awful first CD single. <laughs> <laughs> Great song, though. Was it with yeah, your own cash? Uh, yeah, like £10 pocket money. Are you clicking again, Sean? No. Someone is, and my money's I'll, on you. I'll click you in a minute. <laughs> what about blue? I was waiting for you to get around to blue. I was bloody waiting. And? <laughs> I thought it was what I was going to say I was just waiting uh, Blue are up there but I guess the issue with Blue is so you've got All Rise Fly By is there one that I'm missing what's another main one are they the two main ones One Love that's it yeah that was how can you one. forget One Love One Love I think they're up there but again they just haven't got the they haven't got the bodies on their record that some of the other ones what was the one of uh, I swear if you come back in my life now that was a tune you saw Lee Ryan's rage and 
range in that one. When you said that. Who oh, thought he'd, that? he'd go on to be one of the most controversial celebrity Big Brother characters ever? Yeah, did you ever see him in that Celebs Go Dating as well? No, but I, I know how significant this was by the fact that I remember being at Sean's. I don't think it was for Freshers Week, but it was for... And one of the nights we stayed in and all watched Celebrity Big Brother together because <laughs> Lee Ryan was going to get confronted. <laughs> wasn't, he, um, wasn't he piping Michelle Heaton at one point as well? I'm sure well, he looks the type. Because then he had that famous thing about after 9-11, didn't he, when he, he went on like Good Morning or Lorraine or it was one of those shows and then talked about how yeah, this is all well and good, but we should talk about how we should save the dolphins. <laughs> I, or something. I, was, I know I said about the Davina tweet. Well, it was, they were talking about, uh, Laura Whitmore was talking about paparazzi being too intrusive. And she said she can only imagine what it used to be like for women back in the day. And Davina said, They've printed a photo of my pubes poking out of my pants from an upskirt on BB and put a beaver's face over it. And if you text no, you would get the full pic sent to you. Needless to say, I went straight for a wax. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So there's something you didn't think you'd be hearing uh, today. It was a different time. If we have a couple of matchups here... um, if you put five up against blue, do you take five? I'd take blue. I'd probably take blue. I'd take five. I'm rolling with the boys here. I think I think blue have become a bit of a, uh, a subject for comedy just because the characters in there are <laughs> quite, easy, quite easy to laugh at. People like Lee Ryan and Anthony Costa. <laughs> Anthony, Costa. Anthony Costa gets such a bad rap. <laughs> am I right in thinking they came back for Eurovision as well? Yeah, I think they did. And yeah. that is a clear sign that things have gone really, really bad. <laughs> Especially when you look at other entries. No we successful do... boy band has come back for Eurovision, for fuck's sake. We should do something like this um, with a March Madness bracket. Or do one of the Twitter threads that go viral comparing uh, boy bands to a Premier League club. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, would you say, because obviously this isn't really 2000s, but you could say 1D, like the Man the man City, came in with loads of money and then... New money. Had no, had no history. They wanted with Chelsea. They were a little bit similar, but not quite as effective. <laughs> Who do you take in... Uh, Backstreet Boys and Westlife. Westlife. <sighs> Probably take Backstreet Boys. I can see the argument for Westlife. Before we move on from pop stars, I think I. Do you take. Hmm. Ronan Keating. We didn't really mention Boyzone, actually. 
No. Uh, oh, I was going to say Justin Timberlake, but I feel that's too clear cut. You've got Rodan, or, or, you've got, or you've got Simon <laughs> Webb's potential. Simon, Simon Webb's potential there that was unfulfilled. I agree. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. I think you put well, Simon well, Webb in the right team, he would have got more out of his career than he did. <laughs> yep. The last one would be... See, I think when Blue started, you'd have thought if anyone was going to make it solo, you'd say Duncan James, wouldn't you, probably? don't think you'd go Simon Webb. Yeah, you might be right there. My last one was going to be Hearsay or Liberty Axe. I think as much as I do like a bit of Hearsay, I think that's disrespectful to Liberty Axe. But if I hear say I had like two songs, quite literally. How many did Liberty X have? How many did Liberty X have? They had more. They gave you more than just Mylene Class. You're going to put a bit of fucking respect on Kim Marsh's mate. Kim Marsh, yeah. <laughs> she was a two. Which, deserved, was it Liberty She deserved respect it, from that yeah, cause Liberty X a couple was, of years ago. Oh, Liberty X was just a, a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, that was and it. They had just a little. Yeah, that's what I um, said. Yeah, I, thought, I thought there was another one. But... <laughs> you thought it was a second song. Just a little they've, they've got a second that's over a million being nobody. Oh, that, one. that one. What was Hearsay's <laughs> main song? Pure and Simple. Pure and Simple, that's it, yeah. I'm not sure that was it. Loving is easy, and they did their own cover of Bridge Over Troubled Water. <laughs> See, none of the none of the boy boy and girl together bands could ever really get close to Esquire, could they? That's probably their issue. They're their own fucking show. Yeah, I know. And their own juniors. Yeah, true. Yeah. Put some respect on Frankie Sanford's name. And then that's Wayne, Wayne Bridge's name as well. And John Terry. He assisted it, really. Yeah, that's You've true. You've got to say. I'll be honest, Escape Juniors, I felt mad uncomfortable about it at the time. Bearing in mind, I was underage. And I felt <laughs> uncomfortable. So God knows what would be going on now. Do you take S Club or Backstreet Boys? S Club, I don't oh, think so. S Club, yeah. Esco was iconic. Backstreet Boys. Like every every school disco would end with Reach for the Stars. <laughs> every night out, let alone every school disco. Yeah. Yeah, that was playing in Fever. Oh, they, they got some shoes in there, haven't they? There's no two ways about it. I'll do it in my favour as well, because I always attribute sex on the beach to them as well. What on earth? I don't know why. Maybe it's just because they were always played uh, around the same time. That's fucking wild. <laughs> I've heard that get attributed to the Venga Boys a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought I thought they was the Venga Boys. No, I think I think the common mistake is to attribute it to the Venga Boys, but I don't think it actually is them. No, it's not. I just started looking at it. I've never it? even heard of him. Yeah, yeah Teaspoon. Obviously, you've yeah. heard of him. Teaspoon. <laughs> there you go. Venger uh, Boys is Venger Boys were going to Ibiza I believe so and boom boom I want you in my room so that boom, one boom, 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 boom. yeah yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll carry on we've disgraced ourselves enough <laughs> 
because I was about to break into Say La Vie. <laughs> Great song, guys. I know it's annoying when someone puts like a song in your head, but I remember when I worked at the co-op, I put Say La Vie in this girl's head and she was genuinely irritated. <laughs> <laughs> like at one point she like, I, I caught her kind of saying it under her breath and then she was just like genuinely just shooting me daggers that I had the nerve to put this song in her head. <laughs> There's no real order to the rest of these, so I'll kind of, you'll have a bit of a surprise. First one though, athletes that don't seem human. Okay. That kind of, you've got the elite level and then the ones above them. Okay. So, I mean, LeBron would be that kind of LeBron, Jordan, that kind of level. Freakish. Football for me would probably be Henri, but that might just be because I'm an Arsenal fan. I was going to say, was, was he, as an athlete though, was he like freakish? I kind of just, I've just put athletes just to kind of encompass no, I, every I, sport. I know what you mean. Kind of just that ability, like, you, it's almost, you, you, the people that you can't even really compare to when you think about it, like, it's a harsh comparison to make. Yeah. Like when pretty much anybody gets compared to Messi and Ronaldo, you're like, well, that's a bit of yeah. uh, You're basically saying they're very, very good. They're just not them. Well, it was the thing where people used to say, um, how good is he? And they'd be like, mm, top three, maybe, when the top two are Messi and Ronaldo. And there's a lot <laughs> kind of saying it, like disparagingly saying that. And then the conversation was... The top two. Yeah, <laughs> there's billions of people in this world, and he's the third best. Any of you have any that you think of like that? LeBron was the first one that, that jumps out, isn't it? In terms of maybe I just misread the question. Just the idea of freakish athletes and stuff. I do think you look at someone like Bolt, and that's the only thing where you think like yeah. you're blown away by seeing it. Like, other things I've seen since Britney. <laughs> Britney's put a black mark against Bolt's name. I mean, you were certainly blown away by Britney, but I don't know if it was for that reason. She, as much as I don't want to be disrespectful here, and I'm giving it the like Lampard point up to the sky as I say this, she's looking like she's had better days on her Instagram. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised, but I, I try and avoid it. I think try and remember the, the good old days. It's like... But not too far back that she's 16. Well, it's like if you didn't know that she was Britney Spears, then you would say, you wouldn't say anything, but it's like, you, you can't live up to that anymore. It's, Father time was, waits for no man. It's like the girl that was hot at school. It doesn't matter what sort of a pig she's become now, there's still the memories, <laughs> the nostalgia. Like, well, look. If... You're, if you kind of get a Maradona it. when he went to Seville. Yeah. So people forget the fact that he was at Seville for a year because it was Maradona. So he was like, wow, we got Maradona. Yeah, you spun me out when you said that then and I watched the documentary with you. <laughs> if we go, we just tickled in sport briefly, but if we go back out of sport, so every film now seems to be about at least a minimum of two hours long, which the average runtime probably used to be about 90 minutes, but 
I'd say you look at a film as being that point where you start questioning how much of your time you're actually giving up when it's over two and a half hours long. Yeah, for sure. And so the question here is the films that are too long and could lose a minimum of 30 minutes. And then after we'll do films that are so good, you don't even worry about how long they are. I mean, I was looking I at, keep... Oh, go, go on. on. No, no, you go on. Well, uh, the one I'm going to say, you, I'm, I assume you wouldn't I, have seen, but I, I, what I was going to say, there's no easy way of saying my one. It may not go down well. Go on. But, well, there's no easy way of saying this, but they really, really could have cut down Schindler's list. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any circumstance in which you really don't need to set the scene for us, we've probably got this. You well, I've got probably similar just reason. have done ten minutes. Well, I've got similar with Titanic, which was three hours and fourteen minutes long. I, geez, when I look I back on that, I do that think, long. how is there that much time in Titanic? I don't, yeah, I don't remember it being that long. I haven't watched Titanic in yeah. years, so. but it obviously must be. Well, it got a replay value for you that you might go back and watch it again. <laughs> I've yeah, watched yeah. a lot of Titanic. I have watched quite a lot of it when I was young. I've not watched it in a while. There was enough, and we said that there was a sequel. Oh, yeah. Remember the sequel? I think, was it Alex that was denying that there was a sequel? It was, yeah, yeah. He was was most upset, wasn't he? (laughs) And then he (laughs) tried to deny it. It's not a real real sequel. (laughs) Like I was ready to die on the hill of Titanic 2. He's claiming he he's claiming he's he's not shook by the virus when the messages on my phone of him being shook by the virus are quite the opposite. It's kind of like a caricature at this point, isn't it? But it's like that. What you're talking about? I'm not scared. Um, I was going to say something about the game we were playing yesterday, but I'll save that with uh, not on the podcast. Someone's not happy with me for trying to get him involved. I was going to say Batman against well, Batman versus Superman. Up. <laughs> there you go. No, not That's that. It. Batman vs Superman. Sean, were you there when we watched this at midnight? <laughs> well, no. I've never famously never watched a midnight showing. All right. Well, you didn't miss out. I actually drifted off at one point. It was that bad. <laughs> it just breaks over the barrier with two hours and thirty-one minutes. But when I say you have all that time of the film, and then their way of introducing the Justice League is that. Bruce Wayne stumbles upon a memory stick in a computer that he clicks on and it just shows the whole Justice League one after the other. What's and then him and Superman hate each other until they hear the name Martha and it's Batman's girlfriend and I Superman's remember the Martha. Mom. I remember and the then Martha they thing. bond over over that. And then they bond team up. Yep. So will be the first time was... some of us have bonded over Mark. <laughs> I don't think he's going to listen to get the reference. So. <laughs> That's very niche. <laughs> did, any of, did any of you watch The Hateful Eight? No. No. I thought TK might have, but no, no, I, I did mean to, but I actually never did. Yeah, it's three hours and seven minutes long, so you probably don't need to. I was going to say. I'd... 
I think a few people said along those sort of lines, so it kind of sapped my enthusiasm a bit, much like the Irishman. It's like Reservoir Dogs in a cabin, basically, but oh. three hours long. Yeah, I'm going to say the beauty of Reservoir Dogs is the fact that it's, what, less than an hour and a half, I think. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's not the one. Because with someone that has a lot of spare time, I'm still, when deciding whether I'm going to put a film on, the runtime can put me off before, like, what is rated on IMDb or whatever. You're a millennial, I'm, I'm in aren't you? With you? No, but you have to have a certain level of commitment to stick with it with, like, a two-and-a-half-hour film. Like, Even an all-time great film. It's that classic thing, isn't it, Wes? If someone sends you, like, a YouTube video and it's ten minutes, if it can't bother yeah. that. Oh, but, but you'll happily like sit and watch the same half-hour TV show for like eight hours. Yeah, yeah it makes valid. no sense. But what well, I think the worst I... is when um, the like 2005, I think it was or whatever, King Kong came out, and people like revealed that look, they don't even get to the islands till like hour and twenty in, and then it's still another like forty minutes before you see King Kong. Christ. And so that, put, that as well. put off more people than, than it ever <laughs> needed to. I'd put, um, I'd say with the Revenant, you could probably get rid of the whole of the middle of the film, just the start yeah, that, and the end. That, that was on my list, but I didn't want to seem too callous and go in for it first. <laughs> I wish we had AJ on this to uh, to rip you to a new one for this. He wouldn't be having it's any still, of it, would he? It still makes no sense to praise a film for having good shots of scenery. But nothing else. Like nothing else goes for it. Other than a good first twenty minutes and a good final twenty minutes. That that should very much be a secondary sort of option, shouldn't it? That should be oh and by the way, the shots were great as well. Yeah. When someone explained the film with that, then you know a film. No. No. A disgrace really. You like praising a, a postman for for the way that they put it through your letterbox. <laughs> the delivery. Yeah. Although this virus, some of these drivers are getting worse. Even before the virus kicked in, when Jack was around there after the podcast, so I swear some driver just like punched our door and then just ran off. And that was a way of delivering food. And that was pre-virus. <laughs> what Get about run on your door? Yeah. Do any of you have any more, or should we go on to films over two and a half hours that are more than worth the time? Go on. Trying to... So, Wolf of Wall Street is one where there's not, people argue that it's too long, but I don't think there's a scene that you can really remove. No, you uh, you took the answer straight out of my mouth. I, I didn't even feel like it was that long watching it either. That's, you know, I know that's sort of the classic thing, that's the hallmark of a good film, but I didn't, I didn't think it was a long film as I I can usually tell if I'm in the cinema because even if I'm enjoying a film that's long, I'll usually check my phone just to see like how long we're in or how long we got left. And I, I can tell how long it takes for me to check my phone for the yeah. time as to whether it's good. And Wolf of Wall Street was. Like, I don't know what you could cut out of it. I always get pumped watching that as well. Then I just get proper sort of, like, yes, go on. Yeah, I watched it um, around the start of the year and I've got the audio book um, to listen to, but I've not started it yet. Does he read it? 
I'll check. I think he might do, but I know because main, his voice absolutely kills me. One of the main criticisms in the comments is um, about him being arrogant, which is kind of the point of him being him. Like, if he wasn't <laughs> arrogant, then he wouldn't really be who he is. So I don't know what they're expecting. I was going to say, I don't know what about no. this film made you think this bloke was like a lovely, humble guy. No, it's not read by him. It's read by Eric Myers. Shame. Shame. Although, but yeah, once you watch I've it, it read... does make you want to go into stocks. Yeah, apparently the book <laughs> um, takes away like any kind of charm that you still think you might have, and you just think you are a vile bloke. <laughs> What's this? What does uh, the book apparently when you hear like everything, <laughs> like, and you just think you are a vile bloke? <laughs> I was going to say, behind, without the glamour of a film, I feel like you just be like, this guy's just a scumbag. Yeah, what he shaves the woman's hair off in the film just <laughs> to show how much she likes him, and that's like an incredible thing, apparently. Honestly, them talking about them talking about the midgets, honestly, is one of the best scenes I've ever seen in my life. That is they, a great scene. They get together and they gossip. Just, just kills me. One, another one that people are contentious with. How do you feel about Zodiac? If you've seen it. Never seen it. It How is long, long and I'll check now. Two hours thirty seven. Yeah. And when you know that they still don't know who the Zodiac killer is going into the film. Well, that was the thing with uh with King Kong as well. I knew how it ended. So what am I gonna do for three <laughs> hours? I, I know what's gonna happen here. I guess, I mean, without being crass, you know what's going to happen with the Titanic as well. Yeah, no, that's uh, what I was going to say. But yeah, Part of you part of you did think, maybe, maybe it might not sink. <laughs> like once upon a time in uh, Hollywood, whatever it's called. Well, yeah. no, but then that was different, wasn't it? Because he mixed that up big time. Yeah, that's what I mean. So Apologies for any spoilers for anyone. I feel like when it's a blockbuster and it's been out that long... Like, if I was on Twitter and I saw the ending to Inception today, I couldn't really have any complaints because I've had 10 years or so to watch it. Yeah, yeah. So when it's something like that, I I never understand people complaining that much. When it's been out like a day, I kind of understand. No, I meant to do it on my week off and then kept delaying it, saying that I was going to wait until I was more awake and then never did. No, that is... That is one area where I'm I'm definitely in a similar boat to you. I always do that. Because I had the same plan for Godfather 2. Well, the one time I was going to sit down, I then have a copy with no subtitles. So <laughs> the effort was there. The intent was there. The universe was telling you. It's not already. I mean, there's a Another lot of long be... films. Go on. Sorry. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Yeah, that would absolutely be on my list. TK, I assume. Won't have comment for that. I, I would make the suggestion that all Lord of the Rings and Star Wars films probably could be shorter, but that may be... Uh, no, I, I, well, I was going to say... I'd I'm say probably one man on the hill of it. You could <laughs> probably make... I reckon you can make the first one a lot shorter. Maybe even the second one to agree. But the third one, I'd probably keep everything in. I feel like, and uh, not being a, a huge fanboy of it, the first Lord of the Rings has been a victim of the success of its like successes. 
because I didn't hear anyone yeah. complaining about it initially, and then over time people have said, yeah, the first one, not a lot happens. Yeah, because a lot of the first ones setting it up. Aren't they literally walking to this place? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there is one, there's obviously one main battle where you, yeah, your boy Sean Bean um, meets his end, but then <laughs> the rest of it's mainly just talking and walking, yeah. We know he's going to meet his end. It doesn't matter what he's in. Yeah. Wasn't that a thing that he insisted? Well, I can't remember what it was for. Whatever his next role was after Game of Thrones, it was like, look, I can't die. Because yeah, I'm getting yeah, that sick is true. Just getting I was going to say as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, uh, I think I'm assuming that's Sean breathing right into his mic. Because <laughs> you do this little sigh that Alex does. He does it right down the mic as well. <laughs> Good, Goodfellas and Casino are both long films, but I don't really see... No, Casino is actually one of those that you, you go to play and then you're like, jeez, I knew it was long, but I didn't know it was that long. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like with Goodfellas, you, there's a lot of, sort of side stuff that you, you could get rid of, but there's no sort of advancement in the film by getting rid of it. You, you're not making it better by doing that, so you may as well keep it. With Casino, they must have insisted to keep it just under three hours. It's two hours 58 <laughs> they've promised to someone they said look yeah. I won't do three hours don't, I won't take the piss don't worry which character would you contract. be in Goodfellas hmm. Luke could be the rat no you don't rat <laughs> on your friends you'd be Henry you'd sell your story to the police yeah I'll be Joe Pesci and you know it he lived happily ever after, strangely, Henry Hill, so that's a weird one. Sean would be Billy Bats. <laughs> I was going to say you would be. <laughs> yeah. That smug face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd be shining my shoes. <laughs> he's in. Now go get your fucking soprano. shine box. He's in the Sopranos as well, and he's classy in that as well. Phil Leotardo. What Billy Bats is? Yeah, Frank Vincent. Still in Sopranos, actually. I might actually start that now. Sopranos. I was yeah. going. I was going to. Um, I was going to either tonight or over the weekend. Then that um, new series of Ozark drops, and I thought I might have to get uh, up yeah. first. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You're gonna have to watch that. I'm. I'm three episodes in. Marty Bird. Although. Although you kind of get the gist of the direction it's going early, I saw um, like a paper, like headline about it, and it yeah. kind of is going the way they said. I don't know if I can say or not. No, I, I haven't watched any of it yet. No, it's no. not that. It was it was like a headline before it came out. Oh, right, okay. I don't know about you, but I watched as much. It's great. I do kind of watch it, and I'm waiting for uh, for Bateman to like drop a punchline. I'm kind of waiting for him to just <laughs> sort of break and then just be like a funny character in there. What I said on our um, review of the year that we were inducting him in to be a friend of the pod. Yeah, I, I think that's more than fair. I'll be honest. I think I'd get along better with him than Gyllenhaal. I'm saying that. Yeah, I think I, I think early Gyllenhaal, day after tomorrow, Gyllenhaal will be a fan of the pod. 
But I don't know if late years Gillian Hall is a friend of the pod. I think he might take himself a bit seriously. Yeah. Do you not see him singing Sean Paul on Radio 1? No. Valid. Jason Bateman's come a long way from me calling him a budget Ewan McGregor as well. (laughs) He does have that look. Yeah, I do. But maybe it spurred him on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Good management, really. Yeah, I had Die Hard 3 down, but that's another one that's just over the two and a half hour mark. Is that two and a half hours? Oh, fucking hell. How about that, or I've written down the wrong Die Hard? That's a long time for him to be... Is Die Hard 3 the one with um, Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. Yes. Yes, two hours, eight minutes. I've done the wrong Die Hard. Anyone else got anything else to chuck in the mix before I continue down our list of questions? No, go on. All right. What's more disrespectful, a dunk or a panenka? For me, I think every day of the week. Yeah, I I agree. I'd actually go the opposite. Is a dunk not a necessary part of the game, though? I don't think it is, but I think... No, I mean, yeah, you could... In theory, you could dunk with no one there, but it's different to dunking on someone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, My thing with it is that a Penenka is always in a pressured situation. Dunking on someone, as much as it can be a highlight, it's so back and forth in basketball that you're going to have another chance. Yeah. And then I guess my argument was that a a Penenka is... That's kind of across the whole team, whereas like I get it, you're, it How makes is a goalkeeper across maybe, the whole team. Because I, I get that it makes a, a goalkeeper look a bit a bit silly, but it's not as disrespectful as as dunking and going right on top of someone and then they land on the floor and then you're standing above them. Not really. It's just you're. It's I just a way of kicking the ball into the net. I think the lack of roughness is actually what makes it more disrespectful because. Anyone can do it. Like if if you're de- if you're defending the basket and I'm dunking on you, you're gonna go down. And if you're trying to dunk on me, the size difference means I should have a better chance of holding my ground than you would. If me and you are both having penalty shootout against each other, either one of us can penanker each other regardless of size. Hmm. Yeah, but maybe if it's a little. Does that guy, come into being disrespectful though? Yeah, because I think the situation you're going to have a more crunch situation for a Panenka than you are for a dunk. I just also think it's just you, you have no actual reason to do a Penenka. You've actually chosen to do this, whereas a dunk might actually be the, the actual best option. As much yeah. as like what Sean says, it is to uh, if you do clatter some floor and you're standing over them, it does look bad. It might have been your best route to score in that yeah, point. True. So it's. I remember we got a dodgy like 93rd minute penalty against Burnley after being battered all game, and Alexis did a Penenka straight down the middle <laughs> to get the winner. And it made it that much sweeter. Yeah, I mean, I mean, doing it to Burnley in the last minute really is the height of disrespect. You've no real reason <laughs> to do that. Was it Dan doing it 
at that point in a World Cup is some of the biggest stones you'll ever Raising see. Raising the bar as well. Yeah. Yeah, so good that it hits the bar and bounces back up. Well, this is kind of a similar, like, if, if you had someone to take a penalty to save your life, who takes it? And Zidane gets ruled out straight away for me because I don't want someone trying something like that to save my life. You'd be like... Um, Imagine you get killed off by someone doing a Panenka and the keeper just stays still. Oh, you'd be like, what's his face in um, Game of Thrones when that bloke fights for him as his champion? And it looks like he's got him nailed. <laughs> it starts showing off and gets killed. So, if it's on current players, I'll have Kane. I do genuinely think every time he steps up, I never think he's going to miss. Did he miss his last one? Okay, I'll be dead. But other than that... <laughs> did he, when, did he no, miss his last one? I can't remember when his last one was. He missed one against... The only one I remember missing... Like he came back to win. I think I may have ushered those words before I was thinking, saying, oh, I never think he's going to miss. And then he missed, but... He is normally pretty emphatic. The only one I remember him missing was that game against Liverpool when Wanyama scored that. Oh, my God. That killed me. (laughs) That was a great game. He's never done anything in any disaster. Was that worse than the Jagielka one? No, no, no. The Jagielka one was horrible. What was was the Jagielka one? It's an absolute scream against us in the 93rd minute. (laughs) Uh, has he got another goal in his life I don't know if he actually has <laughs> he's done that I'll try to see the last one Kane missed maybe, but... maybe it would be is it like current or or past do you just mean someone oh, right now anytime yeah anytime anytime yeah maybe he would take Zidane just for the fact that he was able to do that in a, in a World Cup final Kane missed one against Kosovo Kosovo. What am I saying? Kosovo. Kosovo. That's the one. That was that was that was an Alex there. That's something Alex would do. Kosovo. Finish his score against Palan though, so it's all right. <laughs> I didn't even know what that was supposed to be. <laughs> Not even similar. What about you? Uh, I'm going with Lampard, I think. Lampard? No nonsense. Okay. He scored a penalty in the Champions League final, Champions League semi-final. He scored them for England in penalty shootouts. And we've got a bit of a connection there. Gotta say, your your thing with Lampard is is strange from being an Arsenal fan. Arsenal, there was no Arsenal players playing for England, so I just picked someone else. Ashley Cole was your uh, boy. Mm. I've been at one point. Been a bit sour, isn't it? No one, no one's saying Letitia, but he does have that. If I did have to do it all time, I would say Letitia. Well, I'm also taking that. They know that your life's on the line as well, and I feel like Latissa wouldn't really, wouldn't really care. About, <laughs> he wouldn't really be that bothered. Or for me, either after I uh, disrespected him on the podcast. 
did a whole thing, didn't I, saying that he should have moved. Oh, he yeah. said it would imp- improve his legacy. Yeah, 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 true. Maybe, maybe he would save my life then. I was trying to back his corner that day. If you could dunk on anyone, who would it be? Alex would be up there. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was the first person to come into your mind? I heard Jose was the first one to come into my mind. <laughs> because the, the Deli Ali was actually my first. My second was actually Kenny Dalgleish. <laughs> <laughs> More frail now as well. Properly posterise him. Tony Pulis would be up there as well, actually. You wouldn't be dunking on Tony. I would. His cap would come off as well. It'd be... Yeah. He'd be making Patrick Beverly look like, I don't know, like he was going to Brownies. He wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> He'd look like a girl guide. Parch, Sean, have you got would, a Parch would have his back as well. Yep. Have you got a pick here, Sean? You're dunking yeah, on. Alex was my pick. Is <laughs> oh. <laughs> TK sticking with Draymond? It would be because imagine. Oh, Draymond would be out there as well. Imagine yeah. how great he would be because he's an, an actual basketball basketball player <laughs> that is an asshole. You'd feel so great about yourself. If I couldn't have him, I'd have Daddy Ali. What are you going to say if you weren't having him? You're having KD. <laughs> I do actually. That that, that was one of the best memes I saw. Though, that um, the one about KD joining Corona. Because <laughs> he's got so Nobody reacted earlier when I put in Boris scrapping Corona in Street Fighter. I didn't see that. No, I don't think I probably looked at that. Look on the media in a chat and you'll see it. Someone's properly drawn out with a health bar and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Couple, only a couple more things and uh, we'll call it a day because I think we're going to be busy next week. So. Where does Cam Newton end up? The Pats. Is that what you hope or what you think? <laughs> Probably neither. That is a shift in gear <laughs> as they go from Brady to Cam. But I feel like that's the kind of thing Belichick would do. It's him or Jameis Winston, isn't it, I think? Jesus. They might get both. I don't know. Again, what a drop-off that is from going from being an MVP to now, now, now a free agent that might be a backup. He said they gave up on him. Yeah, they did. I think the Pats. In a weird way, I don't really know how I feel about them. Now. Part of me thinks part of me thinks I actually want them to do well now. What, the Pats? Yeah, I think I'd want them to do well over Brady and the Bucks to do well. That's it. Did, did, did we hate Brady all along rather than the past? <laughs> yeah. Because no, now he's gone, I'm thinking, oh, I wouldn't mind seeing Bill do all right. Yeah. I'm actually the opposite, where I wouldn't mind seeing Brady do well, but I'd still like to see the Pats do horribly. I hope yeah, they, I wonder if they're playing each other. I don't, I'm guessing they're not, so it would have already been said. No, but you're going to get, I think, on opening weekend, you're going to get Brady Rogers. Oh, oh boy. boy. Well, if, if whenever that is. Hopefully they what put point? it on like the opening, opening Thursday. Test TK. 
I would test him. Test the John Stones. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'll, I'll probably go for Pats. It's whether he takes that or whether he's prepared to pick someone with a slightly shiftier QB that he can overthrow. Like your boy Trubisky. Jeez, he's not my boy. Well, I just typed in Cam Newton to read some stories on it, and it says, well, the second one that comes up is Bucky Brooks explains why Cam Newton might be a fit for the 49ers. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's about. They'll just decide they're not going to throw the ball at all and they're going to run it, even when it's in the QBs and they're running. Still too soon to talk about that. He's going to the <laughs> Titans, isn't he? Going to the Titans. Would you say he's the missing piece of the jigsaw? He is for the Chargers. They thought they were getting Brady. I know how that feels, to be fair, thinking we were getting KD and Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> you are. There was one point in time where you did genuinely think it was a lot. There was a point where I was saying, look, we'll, we'll sacrifice Kyrie and we'll have Kemba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're actually no, you're actually a bit put out about the fact that that was good as well. Talk about sort of like diamond slipper wasn't fitting properly. You, was, <laughs> yeah. all right, we'll, we'll put up with it, but I'm, I'm not going to be fully happy about it. And I thought well, maybe we'll get. I thought maybe we we'll get Zion as well. <laughs> you were, you were, you were feeling you're going to have to get two or three jerseys. I think that I think they'll get LeBron. That's obviously not going to happen. I think I think LeBron will go there after his two years at the Lakers. What? He'll stay at the Lakers for good. Because then now the Knicks will take um, the Knicks will take his son when he goes into the draft, What's and the then LeBron will go there. We're getting Lamelo. That's Connor's boy. And yep. Giannis. Um, what, did, what did you what? say then? I, I, I think the Pats, but I had a dream that he ended yeah. up at the Cowboys and they did the um, thing that they were doing at the uh, Ravens where they were switching quarterbacks and then having Cam run in some plays as well. <laughs> Him and Dak. Dak still turning down one of the biggest contracts in all of football. That's insane. Mad thing. Just- Finally, then, because Sean, your energy hasn't quite been there today. I've been a bit disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll forget it's early morning for me. I did one at an earlier time than you when I was off work on a no, weekday. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. It was ten o'clock in the morning your time. Yeah. Which it, I mean, it is now that my time now, but not when we started. What's your excuse? You didn't have any work either. Yeah. It's hotter over here. You haven't had any work either. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't had any work. Well, I have. I just haven't had any work in the last two days. Slacking. These kids. What happens now March Madness is cancelled? What's going to happen to them kids that are eligible for the draft without having a showcase now? Do Do more people stick around for another year? Or do they think it's maybe helpful that there's less footage on them and they can go by the rumours? 
Well, yeah, it's probably in. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's probably that individual. If they had a shit season, they probably think, well, I better stay. Um, well, no, if they were like good before. Now. Yeah, but then what about? Exactly, it must be horrendous. You just suddenly find out that that's it. That's it. It's done now. Yeah, well, that's, that's your whole career over. Because yeah, especially some of them obviously aren't going to go to the NBA, so then that's the last time they'll ever play. Yeah, that's brutal. Horrendous. What's the same Trimble. He's playing in the Aussie League. He's a baller as well. Yep. Tried to tell you. Um, Levels. But you even think that with school now, like imagine people are in. I know we've talked about this in the group, but people are in like year six. You know how that's just. That's their junior school over. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably never going to see anyone else again. Who's going to sign their? Who's going to sign their shirts? Exactly, yeah. Is that still a thing? I assume it's still a thing. I think that's still I a thing. I assume it is. Yeah. I've still got mine somewhere. My junior school one. I haven't got my church down one. I've got my junior one somewhere. But anyway, we'll call that a day. We'll have be back next week with some more. Sean, you've got no excuse really with no work, so you can get up early and do some more. I'm taking this time to lie in. You've had enough lions, but We've anyway. Thanks again for listening to another edition of the Spitballing Pod. Looks like it's going to be Skype for the foreseeable future, but we should be bringing more episodes. So take the good with the bad. Anyway, thanks again. We'll be back. Goodbye.